I've got three reasons why LA Kings fans should be optimistic about the upcoming season. It involves what the Kings learned from last year, what the Kings will improve on this season, and what the Kings added this offseason. Plus, we'll talk NHL video games and what the future of the LA Kings might look like on TV. All that coming up on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you are enjoying this content. My name is Eddie Garcia. I am your host of Locked On LA Kings. I have worked in sports media for almost 30 years. The past 20 plus years have been at the Fox Sports Radio Network, where I'm a co-host, sidekick, reporter, and NHL insider. Also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show. That's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate, longtime L.A. Kings fan. We are 41 days away from the L.A. Kings season opener, October 11th against the Vegas Golden Knights. 10, excuse me, 16 days away from the 2022 rookie faceoff in San Jose with Kings rookies taking on um, five other Western Conference opponents in a three-day event. And we are also 28 days away from the Kings preseason opener against the Sharks on September the 28th. On yesterday's show, I talked about three reasons why Kings fans should be concerned for the upcoming season. Today, it's three reasons why LA Kings fans should be optimistic about this season, and I'm enjoying this a lot more than yesterday's show. Uh, I'm a little bit more of an optimist. Um, a glass is half full kind of a guy, so I'm enjoying today's show a little bit better than than yesterday's show, but just as yesterday's show, I had those three reasons where I, I thought Kings fans could be concerned uh, I think there are three legitimate reasons why Kings fans should be optimistic about this upcoming season. So let's get right into it. And number one is experience. This was talked about so much last season. Uh, it became kind of the mantra for, I don't know, Kings fans when we went into the playoffs. It was almost as if we were telling ourselves, well, even if we lose, we'll still get experience for next year. And uh, well, that turned out to be, could be, be the case. I think experience is a, a big factor and why the Kings should be optimistic for this upcoming season. Um, of the 21 LA Kings players that saw playing time in the seven-game playoff series against the Edmonton Oilers, 10 of them experienced Stanley Cup playoff hockey for the first time. Of the forwards that played uh, and made their NHL playoff debuts, we had Blake Lazat and Arthur Kaliev playing in all seven games of the series. Carl Grundstrom played in six of the seven games. He had three goals and an assist. Rasmus Kupari played in five of the seven games, and Gabe Velarde and Quentin Byfield played in two of those seven playoff games. On defense, Mikey Anderson, Matt Roy, and Sean Dursey all made their postseason debuts. They all played in all seven of the games against the Oilers. Jordan Spence played in three of the seven games. Even players like Brendan Lemieux, who had appeared in one playoff game in his career, uh, he played in all seven games of the Kings uh, against the Oilers, and Adrian Kempe. Now, he had played in four postseason games before this past year, but this postseason, he experienced his first wins uh, as an NHL player in the playoffs and scored his first playoff goals as well. So lots of guys getting lots of valuable experience. And as we all know, uh, who love playoff hockey, there is nothing like playoff hockey. And it is a different animal 
than the regular season. It just is. It's different in speed. It's different in intensity. It's different in pressure. It is. It just goes up a whole nother level. And uh, playoff hockey is is the best. It's why we love it so much. And you cannot know what that is like until you get into that kind of action um, as a player. Uh, for Sean Dursey uh, to get into the playoffs in his rookie season and guys like Quentin Byfield and Arthur Kaliev and Rasmus Kupari and Carl Grundstrom, who saw their first real taste of NHL playing time this past season, for them to get into the playoffs and see what that's all about. I mean, you really can't put a price on that. It's it's huge. Uh, even a guy like Mikey Anderson, who's who's been experienced, um, you know, for him to go up against Connor McDavid, who was playing the best hockey of his life, and to experience what that is like, to know that this is the highest level of hockey in the world, again, you can't put a price tag on that. So the experience thing was talked about a lot when the Kings made the playoffs ahead of schedule in the eyes of a lot of people, including myself. And so to get that experience, to know what it's like, to be able to learn and, and grow from that is, as I think, a big deal. And I think is one of the legitimate reasons why Kings fans should be optimistic about this upcoming season. The Kings are more experienced. They know what it takes to get to the playoffs. They know what it takes to win a playoff series, even though they didn't win, losing in seven games to the Oilers. They, they understand now completely clearly what it takes. And so I think that is a plus for the Kings going into the season. Uh, the number two reason why I think Kings fans should be optimistic about the upcoming season is that the power play is going to be better. How could it not be? Uh, it was ranked 27th out of 32 teams last season. It was by far the worst power play of any team that made the postseason. In the playoffs, the percentage was even worse than the regular season. It was 16.1% in the regular season. It was 12.5% in the postseason. It is one of the big reasons why the Oilers advanced and the Kings did not. The Oilers power play was unbelievable. Uh, so it was obvious to everyone in and out of the organization, the Kings had to address that power play. And again, this is a team that's already a bit offensively challenged, uh, especially from the blue line. And so that was a key going into the offseason. Got to make that power play better. Uh, did they do that? I think they have with just the addition of Kevin Fiala. Uh, this is a guy who will be playing on the Kings number one power play unit. Uh, 17 of his 33 goals from last season came on the power play with the Minnesota wild Adrian Kempe, Andre Kopitar and Arthur Kaliev combined for 18 power play goals last year. Again, Kevin Fiala had 17 himself. Our top three guys had six each tying for the team lead. Uh, so just again, Kevin Fiala on the number one power play, it has to make it better. Um, plus, when you add a player like that into the number one power play unit, someone who was on the number one power play unit before now slides down to the number two power play unit. And you would think maybe it's uh, a guy like Alex Iafalo, maybe it's um, Victor Arbitson, uh, whoever it is, they go from number one to number two. And that should make the number two power play unit better. So overall, on the whole, you add an elite player to your power play and then it and then it slots somebody down and that should help the second power play unit as well. So that in of itself is uh, seems to be uh, a good thing. You've also hired a new assistant coach in Jim Hiller to run the power play. Marco Sturm, who was running it a year ago, is now the head coach of the Ontario Reign, the Kings AHL affiliate. 
Um, Hiller has a long track record of running successful power plays in Toronto and in Detroit. Uh, his last stop was with the New York Islanders. Uh, they were ranked 12th out of 32 teams with the man advantage last season. And if you know anything about the New York Islanders, it's not like they have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl on their power play. It's it's a team that probably has less offensive talent than, than the Kings, to be honest about it. So again, they were 12th last year out of 32 teams. He's coming now to an LA Kings team, which adds Kevin Fiala. Uh, I can't imagine, I can't imagine he is not going to have a positive impact on the Kings power play this coming season. And let's also remember Drew Doughty, hopefully going to be healthy quarterbacking that top power play unit. Uh, that should be better. Last season, Sean Dursey led Kings defenseman in time on ice on the power play. Uh, Dursey had two power play goals in 64 games. Doughty had four in 39 games. So uh, just having Drew Doughty back there as likely the lone defenseman on the number one power play unit with Dursey now moving down to the number two power play unit, um, then again, that should also make the Kings better on the power play. So um, when you look at it, Kevin Fiala, assistant coach Jim Hiller, and and a healthy uh, Drew Doughty, all those things should impact the power play positively. It is hard to believe that with the man advantage, the LA Kings will not be not just improved, but I think markedly improved from last season. So again, the number two reason why I think Kings fans should be optimistic for this upcoming season is that the power play should be considerably better. And the number one reason why LA Kings should be optimistic about the upcoming season they added without subtracting. Uh, the Kings, as I mentioned, um, brought in Kevin Fiala. They have addressed their biggest need offensively by acquiring a top-line winger. He had 33 goals, 52 assists, and 85 points last season. Uh, the Kings, again, also hopefully get a full season of Drew Doughty. Um, he missed 43 games last year. Sean Walker missed 76. So again, you're adding players without really subtracting anything. Um, now, that's not entirely true. The Kings did lose a couple of players that saw significant playing time. Of course, the big one is Dustin Brown, who retired at the end of the season. Um, but let's be honest, as much as we love Dustin Brown, and he's an all-time King great and deserving of his, his jersey in the Raptors, which is going up next season, um, his production wasn't great. He had nine goals, 19 assists for 28 points. Um, will they miss Dustin Brown's experience? Will they miss his leadership? They will. But I think those are things that are replaceable. Um, other guys in the locker room now will have to step up. I think Drew Doughty will take a bigger role. Uh, I think a guy like Adrian Kempe will take a bigger role. Philip Deneau is a guy who is uh, has a lot of leadership skills as well. Maybe they all step it up a little bit more or or not. Either way, do you miss that from Dustin Brown? Yes, but I think in the grand scheme of things, you can get you can get by with that. So I think other guys will assume his role and 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 they'll be okay. Uh, also, they the Kings lost Andreas Anthonisiu. Now he was a very fun player to watch. Uh, obviously, you love the speed, but it, it's his production wasn't you know a, a huge loss. Eleven goals, six assists for seventeen points. Um, again, not a huge loss. So you've lost Dustin Brown and Andreas Anthonisiu. You replaced him basically with Kevin Fiala. Kevin Fiala's numbers, goals, assists, and points, all better than Dustin Brown and Andreas Anthonisiu combined. You add up Brownies and double A's goals, you add up their assists, you add up their points, and 
uh, Kevin Viola has more in each category uh, than each, especially points. He's, um, I think he's like 40 points better or something like that. So uh, again, you've added because you brought in a great player from elsewhere. Uh, you also hopefully will get a couple of players more healthy and more playing time, key players like a Drew Doughty. Uh, you've added, uh, you know, uh, and you haven't really subtracted anything with all due respect to Dustin Brown, Dustin Brown and Andreas Anthony say their production, it's not going to be, uh, much of a hole to have to fill. So I think the number one reason why LA Kings fans should be optimistic about this upcoming season is that basically the team from a year ago, the team that finished third in the Pacific division, the team that pushed the Edmonton Oilers to a seven game in the first round of the playoffs, basically 90 Five percent of that team is intact and is back, and you've added Kevin Fiala, and hopefully you get a full season healthy of Drew Doughty and Sean Walker. So you should be you should be improved. I mean, just that alone, you should be improved. So uh, again, I think these are three really good reasons why the Kings should be optimistic about next season. Like I said, they now have the experience, a lot of young players getting valuable time, not only in the regular season but in the playoffs as well. The power play is going to be better. I cannot imagine a scenario, and maybe I don't want to imagine a scenario, in which the Kings' power play is not better. It, I just, honestly, I can't imagine it. it's not going to be better. With Kevin Fiala, with new coach Jim Hiller running, running things, with a full season of Drew Doughty, there's no way it's not better than 27th in the NHL. I know nowhere to go but up, but that's number two. And again, the number one reason for, the, for Kings fans to be optimistic about this coming season, a team that did well, last year, finished third in the Pacific, made the playoffs. The whole team is basically back, and you've added a guy like a Kevin Fiala. So those are my top three reasons why LA Kings fans should be optimistic about the upcoming season. We're going to talk a little bit about NHL video games in a second. But first, if you would like to place a wager on the LA Kings to win the Stanley Cup next season, betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, combat sports, esports, even golf. Head to betonline.net and use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. That is BetOnline, where the game starts. I don't know if you're a video game fan or not, but uh, I, I grew up with video games, um, you know, literally played like Pong, Space Invaders, Asteroids. I was one of those kids who would ride my bike down to the arcade with a pocket full of quarters and just be in heaven. Uh, and and throughout the years, as I've gotten older, I'm still playing video games to this day. I have a PS4 and, uh, you know, get every once in a while, get together with some of my old buddies, high, old, my old college buddies. When we, you know, back in college, we were in the apartment playing video games together and, and we're still doing it now online with the headsets and all that stuff. It's still, uh, it's still something I enjoy to do when I have time. Uh, and, and the NHL video games, the one from EA sports uh, is really good. Um, it's, it's, it's a great game and it's been very popular uh, for many years and not just amongst uh, hockey fans, but amongst gamers in general. Uh, I did see, Unfortunately, there is an Anaheim Duck on the cover of the EA Sports NHL 23 video game that is coming out. It's Trevor Zegras, uh, the the young star for the Ducks, who was runner-up in the Rookie of the Year voting, who had the highlight reel goals, um, several of them, uh, during the season, whether it was the lacrosse goal or that ridiculous pass from behind the net in Buffalo. Um, he's an exciting young player, and and the Ducks are, are capitalizing on, on that. 
Uh, and uh, and he's on the cover of the uh, EA Sports video game. So I was wondering, and I've had the NHL, that EA Sports NHL game in many different forms throughout the years. And I couldn't remember if an LA King was ever on the cover of that video game. I didn't think so. I didn't remember. Um, you know, maybe there was like a special limited edition Gretzky cover with, with him on it, maybe. But uh, I did look and I was shocked to see that apparently an LA King was on the cover of the very first EA sports uh, hockey NHL game uh, that was in 1991. And the, the player was Glenn Healy uh, more known as a New York Ranger by me. And he's now a, a, a salty commentator uh, in the hockey world, but he was briefly an LA King and that season uh, he was on the cover, but it wasn't really like he was featured. It was more of an action shot. But he was in net, and he was taking uh, a shot and making a save against it looked like a New Jersey Devil player, but he really couldn't tell. It was kind of generic. Um, but apparently, Glenn Healy was the man who was pictured on the cover of the very first EA NHL video game back in 1991. Uh, also, um, Tomas Sandstrom of the LA Kings in, in the 1994 version of the, of the game was on the cover. Now, you couldn't see his face or you couldn't even see the name or the number on the back of his jersey, but it was another action shot where he's skating in on a Boston Bruins goalie and, and taking a shot. Um, but according to my online search, that that player was, in fact, L.A. King uh, Tomas Sandstrom. So there have been a couple of L.A. Kings on the cover of this video game, but it's not, I mean, technically the answer is yes, a king has been on the cover, but not featured, like, some of the guys we've seen in recent times, like Austin Matthews, Sidney Crosby, guys like that, where it's just basically their picture and nobody else, and you clearly know exactly who it is. So hopefully in the near future, um, that is something that can happen for the LA Kings. Maybe a, a Quentin Byfield or a Brant Clark uh, can can become uh, you know a, a star player, an exciting player, and, and maybe that could happen. Um, because it, those things are actually valuable to an organization. It might seem kind of silly, uh, but, but I have learned over the years talking to a lot of different hockey fans, um, that hockey video games are actually a huge reason why a lot of people get into hockey, especially if you don't come from an area where you play hockey with your friends or for a local team. I mean, let's be honest. Hockey is not an easy sport to play. It's not like uh, soccer where you get a ball and you just go outside and kick it around. You got to have skates. You got to have ice. It costs money. It is not an easy thing to do. There are some places, look, I grew up in a small town in Central California. We didn't have an ice rink. So it literally was impossible for me to play the sport of ice hockey without traveling a lot of miles away. I don't even know where I would have gone to, frankly. Um, thankfully, it's growing. Ice hockey is growing. You now are seeing rinks in, in more, more diverse places. But for example, you could be a kid in Brazil. And if you've got a video game, you can learn about the NHL. You can learn the players. You can learn the teams. Uh, and you can be a player online uh, playing video games. But there are a lot of people in a lot of different places who, because they love being uh, they love being a gamer, and the, and the NHL games are fun to play. Even if you're you don't you know if you're not a huge hockey fan, it's a fun game to play. It's there's a significant number of people who get turned on to the sport of hockey through video games. So it is an important thing. It may not seem like it to a lot of people, especially if you're an older fan, but it really is it really is something that is good for the sport, grows the game, and in in the case of the Anaheim Ducks unfortunately, 
Uh, this is good for them. This is good for their business. There are going to be young people who will play the video game and who will be like, I like Trevor Zegris. I like the Anaheim Ducks. I'm going to be a fan of that team now. Mommy, daddy, take me to a game or whatever. Or they're going to watch them on TV now because they want to see Trevor Zegers play. So this is good for the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, it is good for the NHL overall. Uh, these video games, they do play a factor in people being more interested in hockey. And hopefully in the near future, uh, we will see uh, an LA King on the cover of the EA Sports NHL video game and featured on the cover, not just uh, a guy making a save kind of in the background. Hey, just a reminder that the Locked On NHL podcast has you covered for all your league-wide NHL talk with a rotating cast of local hosts from the Locked On NHL channel, breaking down the biggest stories in hockey five days a week. Subscribe for free on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. So that's going to do it for today's show. Thank you so much for checking us out. Um, actually, you know what? I did have another story to to share with you. So let me let me, let me go ahead and do this. Um, I did mention earlier in in the open of the show that um, there is something going on as far as the LA Kings broadcasts. Um, I work in sports media. So the business side of that is somewhat of interest to me. Maybe to you, it's, you don't really care, but uh, real quick, um, Valley sports, which broadcasts LA Kings games and a lot of other um, sports regionally. They do the angels uh, here locally. They do the Kings. They do the ducks. Um, remember back in the day, Fox sports net, uh, Fox sports West, uh, did LA Kings games and other local teams for a number of years. And then they were eventually sold by Disney to a group that was called the Sinclair diamond sports group. And that that's the people that rebranded Fox sports West to Bally's sports West. Well, anyway, apparently they are looking to sell all these regional sports networks. And so that is something that has started. The process of that has started and we'll be going on for a while. Now, it is, it is very unlikely this is going to affect anything uh, in the near future. Um, but it is something that's in the works. It could be maybe something that affects next season. Um, but if you watch a significant number of Kings games, then you know that Valley Sports broadcasts the bulk of Kings games. Uh, for example, last year, of the 82 regular season games for the Kings, Valley Sports broadcast 71 of them. So if you want to watch every Kings game like I do, um, then you know that Valley Sports is the place where you're going to have to go and, and watch the games. Uh, so anyway, this could change in the near future. Uh, I don't know at this point. Nobody knows at this point exactly how it's going to change, who's going to purchase them, and what that means for uh, how you watch the, the, the games going forward. Um, but it is something to keep an eye on as developments happen. I will uh, I will let you guys know about it. Um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a different world as far as sports broadcasting nowadays. Um, you know, I actually have direct TV. I'm one of the people that still has that because of the NFL Sunday ticket. I'm a, I'm a fan of a team that is not local. And if I want to watch all their games, then I have to pay for that Sunday ticket and it's not cheap, but I will pay it gladly because I want to see my team every week. Um, so that's going to go away after this season and the NFL is going to start having, um, their broadcasts. Uh, I believe they're going to be streaming. I know Amazon Prime this year is doing like Thursday Night Football. So this is a process that's going on in sports broadcasting. And eventually it is likely that you're going to be watching Kings games on some sort of streaming subscription somewhere. That's this is the future of, of how it's working. So uh, if you're a cord cutter already, you're already kind of, uh, I guess, ahead of the game of people like me. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's an evolving, changing world as far as how 
you as a consumer are are taking in uh, entertainment and sports is certainly included in that as well. So we'll we'll keep an eye on this uh, going forward and and find out what the sale means, who's going to purchase these regional sports networks. That includes the the network that broadcasts the LA Kings games and how that all is going to work out going forward. So that's that's there's some news on that this week, and I want to just let you know, and we'll keep an eye on that as we go forward. So that will now bring us a conclusion to uh, to today's episode. I want to thank you so much for watching. Um, and uh, if you'd like to comment on anything that's going on with this show, uh, the email address is LockedOnEddie, E-D-D-I-E, LockedOnEddie at gmail.com. We have a email segment coming up on Friday where we answer and read uh, listener emails. So if you want to take part in that, I highly encourage you to do that. Um, if you have any suggestions, frankly, for content, especially during the off season, I'm more than willing to listen to any ideas that you have about breaking down certain aspects of the Kings or anything. It could be a fun segment. It could be a serious segment. If you guys have ideas, I mean, I, this is your show, your show every day. Uh, let me know again, locked on Eddie at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter. If you want to uh, keep informed on what's going on, with the LA Kings, please follow us on Twitter. We are at Locked On LA Kings. Thanks for making Locked On LA Kings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen. Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast of all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. That's Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. Thank you again so much for listening and for watching on YouTube. This is Locked On LA Kings. I'm Eddie Garcia reminding you, as always, go Kings go.